0: Welcome in, everybody, to the Creed of Crypto podcast, where we provide immersive, essential, and evergreen strategies for the novice cryptocurrency investor. How are you doing? I am one half of your host, Broke Boy Crypto. I have here with me, as always, Crypto Ewok. We have a lot to get into tonight. Bitcoin is pumping after a day of slight dumping. It has refused to get back towards that 20K level or go below it. Is the bear market over? Are we in the depression or denial phase? As you can see in the thumbnail tonight, that's what we are going to talk about. We're going to look at the psychology of a market cycle and a lot more. But let's welcome in my friend and co-host, Crypto Ewok. Ewok, how are you tonight?
1: I'm good, good. It's another another green week, it looks like. Um, everything's been going well. Not Got too it. much FUD this week. Um, so yeah, it's been good
0: been a slow news week yeah just overall just not a a ton of news now that's going to change a little bit as far as the economic world as we head into next week as well but uh before we do get into it right now bitcoin actually started rallying pretty damn hardcore about an hour before we went on the air uh it is now up to 23.2k we were down about a thousand dollars from there over the last day or so eth is trading back up above 1600 now 1630 at the moment um, Hex pumping I mean hey what the? If you're not pumping right now uh, Probably dump whatever, whatever that coin is uh, Hex is pumping uh, about 13% on the day It's at 2.7 cents Just had a couple of really nice buys And uh, a lot of other stuff going on as well New layer one Aptos I saw is up like 50% today A lot of uh, crazy stuff So we are going to get into some of this price action um, If this is your first time watching We would appreciate it If you like the damn video Subscribe as well we very much appreciate it my name is broke boy crypto i have a youtube channel that's based on uh basically living a minimalist mindset li- or lifestyle i should say to build wealth through cryptocurrency you can find me there ewok let them know a little about you and where you can be found
1: yeah i'm a crypto ewok uh, on twitter and uh crypto ewok 5555 on youtube so yeah we appreciate the the likes and the subscriptions on both channels um, Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I've basically, you know, been a—I don't want to say a Richard Hart maxi, but he, he kind of stole my heart in uh, 2018, and I uh, haven't looked back since. Now,
0: uh, hey, we got three weeks till Valentine's Day. Since he stole your heart, are you guys exchanging yeah. gifts
1: or anything like that, or is there? Well, a, um... Cupid's arrow didn't hit me, but you okay. Know. OK, we're, we're we're good there. OK, well, that's good. That's good to know anyway. Um,
0: Ewok, always on the ball, has our Bitcoin chart up for us already. So we can take a look at that now. The Here's so here's what we're going to talk about here. So Ewok and I, this is going to make for good television. OK, um, and of course, if you have any comments, questions or whatever in the chat tonight, go ahead and hit us up. We'll uh, definitely get to them at some point. But Ewok and I are on different planes at this point. So for a long time throughout the bear market, we were pretty much in agreeance um, at, you know, thinking that we would get a low um, of a low teens Bitcoin, maybe 12K or something like that. Ewok has kind of been thinking 10 or 11K or something. I mean, kind of splitting hairs at that point. Both of us thought that the new lows um, would come in November after the initial lows in June for BTC. Um, so far, we were dead on about that. Uh, 15.3K or so has been the low in this crypto bear market for Bitcoin. Of course, the FTX garbage and SBF and all that stuff back in November, the sky was falling. Uh, then we had been in agreement that we'd see even further, maybe new lows here in January. That has not happened. It is pretty much guaranteed not to happen with one week here left in the month. Um, and I, for one... I'm no longer a team player. I've abandoned ship bear and uh turned pretty bullish, not just because of the recent price action, but also just because of time that we've been in this bear market, which been, you know, well over a year at this point. Matter of fact, if you really want to market maybe from you know May of twenty twenty-one, the first of the double top. I mean, we're way, way out. Um, I'm more akin to, you know, probably call it November of 2021 would have been the start after that descent. But either way, I mean, we are at least 14 or so months out now into this bear market. And um, the sentiment is still majority bearish everywhere that I look. And it is narrowing. A couple of weeks ago, I would have told you 60, 40 or 70, 30, it looked bearish. We're getting more towards kind of like 55, 45, maybe still 60, 40, but I'm still seeing mainly bearish sentiment out there. Um, you know, Jim Cramer and everybody else, of course, just telling you to dump all your crypto and everything. But yeah, I think the, I think the bottom is in. Um, I, I, at this point, I feel probably 90% confident of that. Of course, you could always be wrong. And I'm willing to ride, you know, whatever direction we go. Ewok, I know you disagree. So let's get to the uh, juicy stuff. What, why do you disagree, you think, at this point? And um, what, what are you kind of seeing here as we look at the Bitcoin chart?
1: Well, I just, I don't see enough volume. I I think there's something fishy going on, um, with the markets. There's not enough positive sentiment to be sending it up to these prices. There's not enough buyers. Um, there's not enough volume. I I think it's a lot of wash trading, um, by some bigger players who possibly want some exit liquidity, um, and I think that might be our catalyst down, you know, I would say even 50% from here. Um, and that would still get us into that price target that I was talking about earlier. So that's my theory. I, I I just, I think there's some bigger whales that need to unload. Um, and, and they're doing some finagling and shady things going on with, um, with the markets, it's not hard to manipulate it really not when you have exchanges that are, you know, willing to play the game. So Mm -hmm. that's just, that's my theory. I I think there's, I think there's a a bigger fish out there um, that wants to sell a big bag. They're, they're doing this on purpose, uh, wash trading, whatever, to, to raise the price um, to build some liquidity so that when they do sell, you know, it's at a higher price and there are some buy orders that are set now, hoping that it won't get through there, uh, on its way back down. Just my, my thought process here.
0: Now, something I would want to ask you then, because something I I mentioned there too is at this, at, at some point, I want to also focus on time instead of just price and with how far we are out, you know, and I, I'll, I'll admit, you know, it, and it's not because of like the person that created them or anything like that, but I am a big fan and think there's a lot of validity to uh, Bob Lucas's four year cycles. I mean, they just have done a phenomenal job of playing out so far. And um, I know he basically pivoted and um, was largely thinking that the bottom was in back when we were last at 17 K, I guess it would have been like the, the beginning of this year, probably. Um but I—that's—I I, want to direct to you. I mean, like, so if, if we do take another fifty percent haircut, or hey, let's even just say, at this point, let's just say, like, retouching the the lows already, so getting to about fifteen k flat. I mean, what what is your time frame here? Do you think this happens next month? You know, wh- where do you think this happens, and when do you think the actual turnaround, if we aren't already in it, would start to happen?
1: There's a well so here's another thing too you know we have never had that massive of a double top that is what from April to November mm-hmm. um so that's new um it doesn't it doesn't have to play out this this time the same way as it always has um I, and I, I think especially with what's going on in in the macro um it, it could take a while like we it could take us until, um, even May, June, until it truly finds another bottom and goes back down, um, I, I don't know. Or it could play out a lot faster. It could happen in March. Uh, I don't think it'll happen in February. It's too quick uh, unless we see another you know, major downfall of another exchange right. um, that actually really does lead to selling this time. You know we've talked about it before and i don't think ftx had a whole lot to do with any of the downfall other than sentiment uh, because mm-hmm. there wasn't a whole lot of selling now we'll see how those court cases play out we'll see how the the genesis thing plays out uh, there's still a lot of things to play out plus you still have um what is it may or june until the the gox coins coming up i think that's gonna have an effect i i really do um it Maybe good for them too. If the price does, what if the price is up at 25, you know, those people mm-hmm. are going to dump, they're going to dump hard. So, you know, I, I think, it, I, I just think this whole thing could be very delayed. You know, we had a bottom back, um, you know, back here, what was this? November was right around that, you know, one year point. And I think it's kind of a fake out uh, from the, from the top. So you know, I could see us bouncing around up in here. Um, I did draw another blue line of where I think there could be some more support. Um, it's going to take a lot to break through that. If we get through that, then I would say my theory is pretty much shot. Um, um, I 25, that's what I was thinking about. 250,
0: okay. 25, 290, and
1: right around there. Or not um, far off. If, I mean, that's, you know, 2000 no, it's away not.
0: for Bitcoin, but.
1: It, it's not. And there is some support in there, you know, or resistance in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not a whole lot, but that's just my next target. If we bust through that, then, you know, I may have to change my mind. But I still think there's something really shady. There's just not a whole lot of uh, volume like we saw when things were really ramping up and starting to rise the last time. It's Mm -hmm. very minuscule as to what it was back here. When this run started, um, there was just a lot more excitement. You can see by the volume, um, candles down here of what kind of got it going and we're just not seeing that over here. It's not, it's not there. So I, I'm, I'm just not sold. Um, and again, if everybody flips to being bullish, you know you could still be that contrarian and say, "Nope, I still think we're going down," and be right. So, right, we'll see. I just my my theory. I think there's a a big player that's manipulating it right now, um, and want they want some exit liquidity. Who knows? It may be grayscale. Let me ask you this. So, um, I want to challenge you on something you said there. So, you said that,
0: uh, um you know this cycle has been different than last cycle and you know like the double top was different and everything like that and you know the, it, it doesn't mean everything the same is going to happen how would you kind of um navigate that in terms of why does bitcoin have to go down whatever it is 85% again so why do we have to go to 10 11 12k then you know because to me it would kind of seem like There was a lot of people who thought, and not, I mean, not just a lot, I'm not talking about like the fair weather, you know, just showed up for the bull market people. I mean, like actual crypto people that are involved in the market, you know, even last November or two Novembers ago now in 2021, that when we were in the sixties for BTC still had a thesis that by the spring or so we could see three digit BTC. And I'm talking about, I'm not talking about moon boys. I'm talking about like traders and stuff like that, that saw something like that even in the short term. So, you know, one could argue that maybe we got stopped out early that time. So why do we have to necessarily go down 85% again? I mean, it's already been pretty far. I mean, you know, 10 to 12K is not all that far off from 15K, especially 12K, obviously. But um, yeah, so, so I would challenge you on that, I guess, like why... If it is different, I mean, do we have to go down 85% again? Because, you know, as the returns for Bitcoin diminish as these cycles go on, which it, it's inevitably doing, I mean, it is doing that. We're sure. about to go into our fifth Bitcoin cycle. You know, if you're a Bitcoin maxi at this point, you're not going to make more money than people that are into altcoins that are good. You know, you're just not going to. Um, but yeah, so so what do you think about that? Because to me, it would make sense that like the asset as it, you know, gets up there in age, would start to kind of compress a little bit in terms of the tops and bottoms. So I don't know. What do you think about that?
1: Well, it just hasn't done that yet. I mean, we've done 85% dips on at least every cycle that there has been so far. Mm -hmm. Um, And and until it doesn't, it, you know, I, I, think that, you know, would prove the theory of why, why will it do that? Well, it has every cycle. So right that's not saying it's going to um not a guarantee uh, obviously but they're usually pretty similar uh with retracements with the with the amount that it pulls back um in order to to flush all the bad stuff out um and i think that's usually in in crypto what it takes at least for bitcoin is um, established as it's been now you bring up a good point you know the longer we get in these markets um i think the less volatile it could be however when you have all of that shady stuff going on you know you still got to flush them out you still got to get mm-hmm. that cleared for a fresh slate um in order to start the run back up and you know that's that's just my theory it it'll do it until it doesn't <laughs> so, right
0: well i definitely yeah. it's it's an interesting conversation yeah i th- I, yeah. I mean i there's a reason that I think most market participants are pretty split on this. You know I mean? We are, it is getting closer though. I mean, and I, again, I think it's the price and the time. It's not just the fact that we've had a couple of really good weeks here. It's also just that, you know, at some point it's like with, with a lot of these things happening. And yeah, I I agree with what you said. And we have talked about it with FTX. There might not have been tons and tons of actual sell pressure from FTX at that point or anything, but with the, going back to the sentiment, because I really, I love looking. And if you have the um, psychology of a market cycle there and would like to pull it up, I'll kind of transition us over here in a moment. But, um, you know, if i, I lost my train of thought right there. Uh, so yeah, like, oh, so all these events happening, Genesis, um, you know, all these other platforms that are having issues and stuff like that sentiment wise, it just doesn't, I mean, The story can be whatever it is and maybe they can actually do their own sell-offs but sentiment wise i don't think people really care about almost anything that can happen in crypto at this point you know it's just that if sentiment and panic selling during ftx was the majority of the selling i just don't see if that carried us that low i just can't see how you know sentiment wise again we could have anything that would surpass that at this point you know barring you know dare i say world war three or something like that i just you know can't see you know um some kind of black swan event to to that level is what i think it would take so um
1: yeah and and only that again we we can't forget though that this is again this is the first time that we've been in a a very down macro environment Mm -hmm. at the same time um as a as a bitcoin or as the, the crypto cycle happens um you have to figure that in too does that delay it what does it do, actually do you know to the overall grand scheme of things does it um make it last a lot longer and i guess you know it's yet to be seen because it's never happened yet so we're still in uncharted territory so to speak um uh, until this whole recession kind of pulls through so you got to you got to keep that in mind as well You're right about that, and
0: yeah, I I was going to make comments too about the macro stuff, but we are going to talk about FOMC being next week here in a moment, so let's actually look at the psychology of a market cycle here, so um, for those of you that have never seen it before, we have it up on the stream, but if you're listening to the podcast, you can find it with a quick Google search, it's the Wall Street cheat sheet, Um, and I I mean, to me, I just... I can't see how we're in anything, and I try to, but I can't see how we're in anything other than that disbelief rally here at the end of the bear market. And the depression phase, obviously, to me, would be back in November. I'd say December 2, around the holidays. I mean, people just weren't even really paying attention or anything to crypto. uh, And gas fees were phenomenal. And I did many transactions over the week of Christmas. But, um, yeah, I mean, if depression wasn't November where is depression? I just, you know, are you telling me depression is going to last six months? I just, I it don't might. know. I just,
1: yeah, you know, I, I don't I, think I, I don't think we're in this pullback. Um, maybe this one, you know, and these aren't always completely accurate either. They just kind right. of, yeah, it's just spell it out. It's just a, yeah, it's just a chart. You know, this could be, we could still be in this anger phase, uh, um, with. <laughs> because I tell you what if it does go back down another uh, another 50 percent from here you are gonna see depression um yeah. yeah no doubt about it right so I mean if this is the if this is the uptrend that we're on out of the anger phase um, and it does pull back down that much further and and gets into even the 15 10 12 whatever area um I, I think that is where we would be so
0: yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's it possible. really
1: We got we're do- both sides. We're really,
0: yeah, we're really taking on a tough task because it's like, you know, with sentiment or all of these things. Like I, I, a guy tried to argue with me the other day on a YouTube channel comment, which is not a good place to get into an argument. But um, <laughs> he, he tried to tell me that um, because basically um, he said that his whole Twitter timeline is euphoric right now. And I'm like, okay because you're seeing bullish people within Twitter circles about crypto, like, yeah, those are the psychos. Like those are us. Those are people (laughs) who like had not, you know, retail's not in this market right now. They're nowhere near this market. Mm -mm. They won't be around it at minimum until late 2023, most likely 2024. So, I mean, yeah, you can see that. And, And that's probably what you're seeing too, Ewok. And I'm not saying you're wrong necessarily, but like, the, the positive sentiment we are seeing from people are from, like, crypto lifers. You know, it's not really going to be people that are, like, new to this market or anything like that. So, yeah, maybe some of those people can be acting euphoric and, oh, yeah, bear market's over and everything. But, like, they were here the whole bear market. So, of course, they're going to feel a little euphoric, you know. Right. It, it, it's not euphoria like Tom Brady, Matt Damon commercials. It's euphoria like,
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ, finally the finally, market's going some- just some green candles for a change you know Mm -hmm. it doesn't take much to get people excited Mm -hmm. at this point um and that's why i still feel like we haven't seen max pain i just something tells me that we haven't and i i don't know i think we're i think this this whole anger phase could go a little bit longer into the depression
0: Well, I will say that I feel fortunate that my bags are packed and I'm prepared for liftoff, Uh, basically. um, You know, hey,
1: listen, if we think the worst and the best happens, then it'll be even better. And if we do get to, you know, if we do get out of it, then we could be like, wow, that depression phase wasn't really too bad, (laughs) you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. You do have to, well, first
0: off, you have to prepare for all outcomes. I mean, like you think one way, I think the other way we've both shown, even though we're confident in our opinions, neither one of us are 100% no no wiggle room. I have no plan for the alternative. I mean, you just said right there that if we, that you feel like your thesis would kind of be invalidated if we break. 25 25 and a half k steadily and start closing there there again are big time accounts on twitter traders that it's again i said this last week but it's like i want to be correct on twitter i don't want to like benefit from this market that that seems to be you know you get that's the danger of just getting married to anything you get so dug in that it's like uh, this is just my identity now you know what i mean and i'm being careful myself to not do that to a bullish end here because it is still like the minority opinion and stuff but you know um we were talking about it on twitter you and me the other day i mean like i will be here for the ride either way i mean if i'm yep. wrong i'm wrong i'm not going anywhere
1: I I yeah 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 so really neither one of us are going anywhere and and you know the problem is sometimes you know i have friends that are saying hey what should i do what should i do um well you know, it's your money, and if you feel <laughs> right. that it's starting to get away from you, then you should probably invest some. Um, uh-huh. You know, if, if I wouldn't invest a whole bunch right now just because I think it's going lower, but I've already got bags packed. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm in a different boat from, from people that are just now getting in, and I would hate to see them get left behind. And, you know, we don't have a crystal ball, so I, I don't know what is really going to happen, but... Um, you know, you've got a plan and that's the idea of dollar cost averaging in um, when when some candles go red. You know, they're they're always good opportunities, you know, especially if you have that long term mindset. You know, it's if you've got a couple years to wait, then, you know, there really is no bad entry at this point. You know, everything's down as it is not going to hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. I had a great opportunity to do that over the
0: last 24 hours. We did have a pretty good dip. And I I tell you what, yes, I'm in this bull mindset now suddenly. Um, But I, you know, when that stuff happened, I, I watched everything and I knew there was some decent support for ETH at like 1500, 1550. And I was like, well, let's watch this area. And then sure enough, today, we just never go below it. And all of a sudden, we start pumping again. There's just little signs like that that I I hear where you're coming from. And there there certainly could be manipulation and stuff like that from some people. But just looking at charts, you know, like cold-blooded kind of just looking at charts and seeing how it's reacting. I'm just like, damn, it's... You know, um, I, I was waiting for like a 20K pullback or like 20 and a half or something after what happened yesterday. And again, I'm not saying the move is over, but man, to see it like steadily into the 23Ks again, it's just, it's just is strong looking price action that we haven't really seen for a long time, you know? Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Um
1: Who's to say? Yeah. Make it interesting.
0: Yeah. We shall see. Yeah, but hey, um, the moral of the story is to keep an open mind for sure. I mean, you don't want to get, like we said, too dug in either way. But that's kind of a look at uh, the market. I really don't want to talk about Genesis, even though we had it on here. I really just had the point that, you know, they filed for bankruptcy last week. And, you know, I I was really just saying in terms of my kind of bullish sentiment here. I don't know why my camera keeps doing this. um, That basically nobody really reacted to it. You know what I mean? I mean, it wasn't really... Like, okay. well I don't think
1: after everything that's happened I don't think anybody's really shocked about anything anymore
0: that's kind of my point yeah I mean yeah. Like, there can still be other selling and stuff like that plus I think we all kind of knew about the genesis thing anyway so them officially filing for bankruptcy was like oh wow okay I mean
1: you know yeah so have I a- believe it is chapter 11 that they filed for and chapter 11 is a reorganizing bankruptcy so um, it allows them to get things in order they're allowed to restructure um chapter seven is when you basically have to sell everything so a chapter 11 again doesn't really affect the markets too much because you know they're restructuring their internal workings of things trying to get everybody back in line doing what they can to make them whole um I don't think they'll be selling off. So again, we're running into that situation where there's still nothing that is triggering a massive sell-off. Not yet anyway. Yep. Yeah. uh, We'll see. I don't know what other major players are left to fall, but um,
0: we're kind of at the point I think where if there are anybody who's been any of these major entities that have been spending their money wisely over the last year or two, um that'll become evident here as well basically about the fact that they're uh still active even so um yeah. i want to get into the fed stuff next week we're going to you know we've been able to dodge this topic for a little while because it's been a bit since their last meeting which i think was mid december um and now next week tuesday and wednesday january the 31st and february the 1st which will be perfect timing for us since we have a show next wednesday february the 1st um the fed the fomc meeting will be taking place We will be finding out on the 1st of February um, what the next rate hike is. Uh, I don't even want to use the word presumably. I mean, it's almost assuredly they're not pivoting at this point. We're still going to see a rate hike of some sort. I think people seem to be kind of torn between a quarter of a basis point or a half. Um, We had a half the last time around in December, which was the first time that they lowered it from that 75 basis point route, showing that they are slowing. But the last time Powell talked about six weeks ago, he did say that um, basically it looked like what they're going to do is they were still interested in hiking rates uh, in smaller increments but for longer. So we wouldn't be getting slapped up front. And I think this kind of just gave them flexibility to, you know, um, give them more time to, to make decisions and things like that. So we have this one next Wednesday. Um, and then I believe the next one is mid March. I should have already had these, um, pulled up and I'll pull them up here in the meantime. So first off, Ewok, what do you think we've got here next week? Do you think they keep the pedal on the metal? Um, for you know with a half basis point or do you think they start to dial it back and go with a
1: quarter and
0: what what do you think they come out sounding
1: like no i i'm thinking we continue at 50 um 50 basis points for now uh, we'll see how that has any kind of reaction on the markets if if any you know right yeah we, we've we've kind of noticed that they're all baked in you know a week or so before it really happens Um, And depending on how much different it is from what people think it or thought it was going to be, you know, then you kind of see the adjustment after that. So I I think it's going to stay at 50 points. I don't see much action different in the market. Um, You know, we'll see it in the days leading up to it probably. But yeah, I, I don't see anything different from what we've been doing anyway.
0: I don't too much either. I think fifty is probably priced in, if not for the simple fact that they just went to that in December, and um, it would make sense to do maybe one more at that rate. I do think if we only get a quarter, there is a chance we could pump, though. I, I think Look, there, that 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 to me would signify like we are about to pivot, like we're about yep. to back off of this. So you know, the possibility is out there. I, I, I'm. I tend to side with you. I think we'll probably get another half and then we'll see a pivot. So the next meeting after that would be about another six weeks. It'll be March the 21st and 22nd. So we have some good chunks of time in between these things to really see if they decide to go another direction and don't forget this as well. The I I said this a couple of weeks ago, even though I'm not well schooled in it and keep forgetting how they calculate it. But essentially the next CPI readings that we're getting is going to be the the new calculation they do where different data is factored in. Essentially, the moral of the story is the number is going to look better because they're just pulling different data. So um (laughs) whatever that means, whether you know, yeah, whether it's the Fed just kind of fudging things to make themselves look better, um, if the majority of the big dumb masses think that it's good then it's going to be good. You know, it's just yeah. um, the, the way it'll be. So, yeah, I think there's multiple bullish things. But, you know, everybody keeps talking about macro, macro, macro. And yes, I agree. Like there are big real world things that are happening because of the U.S. economy and all these rate hikes. But it kind of just seems like as far as markets, people don't care right now <laughs> that much. So we'll see. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be buying a house right now, but I would be buying crypto. So, um, right yeah so what do you think let me ask you that like if they did just do a quarter of a point what do you think we would see because i'm just not seeing a lot more macro things for people to uh you know
1: get all that well yeah i think it could be definitely bullish for the for the rest of the markets only because everyone's predicting you know the 50 points if it's lower uh that means a pivot is closer uh could be very bullish for for all for everything and you know bitcoin has been holding. Pretty close to the the S and P and the, um, you know the other the other markets out there. So it, it could be it could be very bullish after that. We'll see. We'll see how yeah. it plays out.
0: Yeah, and uh, speaking of Valentine's Day, February the fourteenth is when we will get that next CPI rating that should have that new calculation. So stay tuned for that. A couple of weeks after this next FOMC. Um, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Um, at least we aren't at the point like last, you know, summer and into the fall where we were hanging on by a thread to see what Jerome Powell was going to say. It's not quite that tied to it anymore, but again, I think people have PTSD from this bear market and just think that everything is going to be terrible. So, um, we'll see how the market reacts, but, uh, yeah, going to be an interesting one next week. So, um, I want to shift our attention to what what it what did uh
1: andrew he's talking about your youtube short with your uh, oh yeah 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 there you go hey
0: you got to um You know, you got to upload bloopers every now and then. um, That's right. We're really working out here. Um, So let's shift our attention to actual crypto, DeFi. And um, I want to start out with a little bit of a funny topic with this first, because it's been making its rounds in terms of hex spaces and stuff like that. Um, And uh, a lot of people have been, it's become a meme at this point, like the, and it's interesting because then a day after it really started to become a meme, we actually got a legit Pulse Chain update in detail from Richard Hart, I guess primarily are from one of the devs anyway, like one of the actual devs, um, and a tell, I believe through telegram, but Ewok, what do you make about this little meme going around? Um, the, a dev told me meme where everybody has some, some secret circle in the dev community where they have this information around pulse chain and some of the pulse chain cheerleaders, I guess, for lack of a better term on Twitter. Um, but, uh, yeah, what, what do you make of the meme? Because um, I think I saw some pretty funny stuff over the last couple of days. Well, I,
1: I, I get a kick out of it, too. I th- and I think it's good that people are at least using humor. Um, and, y- you know, some of the recipients of, of those have been uh, pretty good sports about it as well. Um, I yeah. know Katie is in one of the, the dev chat, private chats, and she's kind of affiliated through Power City with some of the other devs so she actually does get some updates um you know and then you get other people piling on uh, and you know and then we see richard's update which you know was was even better you know there's actual things happening that kind of validated what she was saying so you know uh, again i'm i'm glad people are using humor um yeah and to, to to make light of the fact that we've been you know going on what two years now waiting for pulse chain. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I think it's funny. My, my mother's brothers, sisters, cousins, aunts, uncles, a dev, and, right. uh, they told me three hours. So, right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. It's, I I've talked before about like, um,
0: just uh, I just want to know when it's out like I get sick of the constant update I, I just don't want to pay attention to them because to me the, the awesome thing about this crypto bear market at large is like there's way more going on than there used to be you know I, as you can attest to Ewok like back in 2018 2019 and stuff like that there was nowhere near as ma- as many oh, things no. to get involved with and do um, not
1: in the not in the bear market no I mean right. people People left. People, re- well, a lot of people were broke, and or the ones that weren't broke were hiding um, right. because they were, <laughs> you know, evading, uh, uh, evading the, uh, the, the police. So, right, yeah, it's it's a definite different scenario this time around. You know, there are people building, there are people preparing. Um, it, it's a very positive uh, thing to see all these things that are getting ready for pulse chain. So. Pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, there's other stuff going on to get involved with, which is awesome. You know, we didn't have this kind of DeFi stuff going on, you know, in 2018, 2019. So there's there's just a lot more you can do. I mean, I, I'm not necessarily into this, but I mean, real crypto people every single day can be transacting constantly and making money in some form, you know, right. in DeFi right now.
1: You know, well, and that's that's, like, that's another thing. That stuff didn't exist, right? Uh, The last cycle your real true DeFi that isn't affected by by the market cycle um, other than price, obviously. Uh, But the the real DeFi that will continue to run and can't be turned off, um, that wasn't there. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But
0: no, I just mean like whether it's like liquidity providing and, you know, even just staking like staking through DeFi and things like that. Um, Obviously, people are minting Zen. There's all kinds of crazy stuff going on where people have been profiting in one way or another in many different ways in this bear market. So it it is a very cool thing. And I think that people, man, I mean, we've beat on this drum a million times, but why not do it again? But with the Pulse Chain thing, okay, with the Pulse Chain not being out yet, a lot of people sacrificed for Pulse Chain. A lot of people sacrificed for Pulse X. You know, remember what sacrifice meant. You may never see that money again. You know, you have to remember that. okay. like that's the whole purpose of it being a sacrifice. That's why Richard set it up that way. okay. I don't know what you're expecting out of this at this point. You know, you you (laughs) sacrificed for a reason. And, you know, if you want tokens that have no value to be presented to you eventually, well, you need to get into a venture capitalist mindset. You know, a lot of these guys that do that kind of thing, first off, they don't over leverage themselves and put a shit ton of money in that they can't afford to lose like all these people did. But they also um, understand that there's a time horizon here and it's a couple of years. And we not we now are at the point where Paul's chain, like you just said, Ewok, is approaching that like couple of year time frame. If you are somebody because way more people sacrifice for Paul X than for Paul's chain, simply because I think of time. But sure. you know, at, at this point, if you sacrifice just for pulse chain, it's only been a little over a year that that or excuse me, pulse X. It's, it's only set. been a little over a year. Yeah. So you know, I mean, if you think you're Chill gonna out. get like a exactly <laughs> if you think you're gonna get a thousand X or ten thousand X or something like that out of these free airdrops you're going to get, um you know, wait five years. Like, <laughs> what are you so upset about right now? Find something else to do. I'm telling you, like, you can't be concentrating on that. And that's why I personally, I know some like it. I know you do Ewok, I know a lot of the Hex people do. Um, I don't care about like all the updates. I don't understand the dev speak anyway. I'm not going to like sit there by a thread. You know, I, dude, we were sitting here one calendar year ago thinking it was going to be out for a month from now. Like seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people forget that, but like a whole bunch of people thought this thing would be out in February of 2022. Like, I just, I'm not worried about it. Like it'll be out when it's out. I enjoy the updates when they come from Richard, but you know, there's other stuff to do right now. So well, you brought up,
1: you brought up a good point there with the, um, um, shit. I totally lost my train of thought. Um, the sacrifice idea. Well, the sacrifice Yes, but oh, the 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 VC money. Uh, mm-hmm. So when when VCs get into projects, they usually have um, about a four year time frame, actually, because it takes them about two years to right. do the code, um, and then once it releases, they're actually locked uh, most of them for two more years. You know, they don't want them dumping on on the heads of everybody that's trying to get in, get it established. Um, So they usually have about a four year commitment. So that was an excellent point, you know, that you made that if people had that mindset, we wouldn't have seen as much dumping and pissed off people, I think, um, or over leveraged. If if there was a little disclaimer on it that said, you know, you're basically when you sacrifice this money, uh, you're not only doing it for freedom of speech and um, freedom of movement. Um, but you're also looking at probably a, a three to four year timetable. Now, I didn't think they thought it would take that long. However, um, you know, he did know software was hard. So then you get into that whole expectation of profit from the work of others. Right. So you kind of have to be really careful what you say, no matter how you say it, whether you put a time limit on it, then, you know, people are working for your benefit. Um, right. It's 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 a very fine line that you have to walk, I think, um, in order to, to you know, be within the laws and also keep people happy that, you know, are expecting something when they really shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: the thing. Um, and, you know, I think it's just a fact I've talked about this before, too, in relation to hacks and, and really, you know, all of crypto. It's not just hacks, but, I, you know, you got to remember that there are a lot of young people here that are either young and like years of life but also young in years of investing and they don't understand concepts like that and you know maybe they already have wild success have had wild success and stuff like that in crypto and think that everything's going to go exactly the same way at on a time that they demand and it's just not going to be like that so you know i hate to be the cliche boy but i mean good things come to those who wait find something else to do to be productive i think that's just what you know what you've got to do in these kind of instances and uh
1: you know the yep. one cool thing I did see earlier today um Hexologist stream um mm. he he was doing the chat GPT uh, oh, yeah. and he he copied the update from Richard and said now explain this to me like a 5-year-old so oh, that, nice. that was that was pretty cool so if you didn't see that you should probably check out his stream too and I will definitely um, check the, that out the chat GPT <clears throat> thing is pretty awesome um yeah. you know, all the things you can do I don't know if you've played around with it too much I went to log in once or twice, and it said the server was full. So I don't know if you have to create a login or pay for it. I think it is paid now. Um, oh, the people okay. that actually pay for it can log in and use it at any time. So um, I know it started out as a free version, and I think they've probably done away with that now. But it's pretty neat yeah yeah it's
0: pretty neat um i mean it'll you know totally take us off the air and we won't be needed anymore because you right. just say hey tell me about crypto and the broke boy crypto voice and bam there yeah. you go so there you go. um but i want to ask you a little bit not that you know no no not insulting you ewok but not that you necessarily were able to, to decipher every single thing in the pulse chain updates as it was mainly dev speak but uh you know you hit me up first on twitter last night and then i saw everybody I know that likes hex tweeting about it last night, but the actual pulse chain update that came through that telegram group. Um, and then Richard tweeted it himself pretty much verbatim. And then he even expanded on it a little bit and, and kind of uh, said it in his own words uh, to a degree right. um, and broke it down. So yeah, give me a synopsis of this whole thing since you pay more attention to it than I do. And um, you know, what,
1: what do you make of it and what are your thoughts on it? Um. Well, long and short, the the chain is syncing. It, it is downloading. You know, it's got a it's got to download the entire chain before it can go live. Um, then once it does, it uses um, um, other systems to to maintain the state. So when somebody else were to go in and download it, there are much faster ways. What's the uh, what's the program that the, the pirate it used to be on pirate bay it's um i forget what it's even called um i wasn't really you know what i'm I've never used about?
0: I've never used a pirate bay so i have no idea what you're talking
1: about um anyway it's a it's the you right so it, it's the system that all the computers share a little bit um it, it's almost like napster and and bearshare and all those things were yeah. Um, in in modern day so everybody stores a little bit on their computer so that there's not one centralized location storing the data so you could really never turn it off i forget what it's called but either way um, but anyway the the chain is syncing for um for v3 uh, they've got all kind of redundancies built into there there's other systems that are are running I, you know I, again i'm not a dev i just kind of read and listen to what other people are saying I bet you wish you away. were
0: a dev right now
1: well i do i i would i do i could have probably jumped on the team and helped them out a little bit right not <laughs> only that but you know, look at all these
0: chicks you'd have falling all over you
1: right? oh i know i know <laughs> chicks an and ask, guys a lot, a lot more asking, guys. asking me for information on updates i know it'd be right. crazy yeah um, that that one was a carload of 14 year olds, though it was a little oh that little, that little scary. Cool,
0: thankfully, yeah, that was there. It
1: cool. is bit BitTorrent. That's the thank you pulse hope. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah, that's the that's I was drawn a blank. So yeah. So yeah, cool. no, it's it's positive. And and you know, I think the last time that they they did the sync, um, or 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 downloaded the the, the whole chain, I think it took five or six days, maybe seven. Um, to to sync up, so it could really take that long until you know when they started it, the yesterday or the day before, you know. So we're two days in; we probably have four four days at least left. Right. Um, I think it's a full two terabytes of information, um, is what I remember Richard saying. Something about the size of it would be about two terabytes. So, okay. yeah, it's a, it's a long download, uh, long process. Once they you know, get that running up at, you know, up and running and up to date, uh, then they can probably start banging on it and 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 see if everything took like it was supposed to, all the updates that they've introduced. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then I could see a release probably within, you know, a week maybe after the chain syncs for them to take time to make sure. Now, obviously, if they find problems, it won't. Um, That's in a perfect scenario that if everything gets downloaded and and taken care of, all the updates are successful, then I could see it probably a week after that. If if they find bugs or problems, then, you know, more delays. Right.
0: Um, Now, put this into perspective for me. I mean, how much are you caring or worrying about v3 being out i mean like because you know i i really am just waiting for the real thing we've had multiple test nets at this point it'll be cool that it is to me though all that um i mean yeah i guess it's good no matter what that there's development being done it's better than not knowing anything at all but i guess to me it's like short-term price action i'm excited about it i mean like well you know Call me crazy, yeah. but that's right. You have
1: the, you do have the short-term price action, but I'm excited to get in there and play around. I want to get in there, try things out, know what's going on, uh, so that the second it goes live, I'm not fumbling and hitting wrong buttons. I know exactly where I want to go if I want to place liquidity. I know exactly where I want to go if I want to do one-sided staking on PulseX. Um, if I want to allocate to um a validator or whatever to stake towards a validator um you know that's another problem too that that eth has right now is they still haven't released the shanghai update that allows people to unstake their locked hex that are with the validators right now Um, so you know we're kind of still waiting for that too you know i know at one point the number was 32 eth for ethereum to to be considered a validator Mm -hmm. uh richard had said at one point that you had to have 32 million pulse to be a validator now at the prices that they were at that point it's really not that much money Um, Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that number will change as far as as far as that goes but um, the shanghai update that was coming out on um eth 2.0 Was the update that would allow them to unlock their coins that are currently locked up in the validators So, you know, we still don't have that and I don't think unless they've fixed it on their own Um, I don't think that's going to be a part of pulse chain until it's released by ethereum developers So right, that's another thing, but i'm excited. I, I want yeah, I want the price action um, I also want to go in there and play around. Like I said, I want to know what I'm doing on day one when it happens, uh, so that I don't make stupid mistakes with with real real things. <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of bull. I mean,
0: even outside of the Pulse Chain ecosystem, I mean, there's a lot of bullish things happening in DeFi this year. We have the, that that update to Uniswap or is what April, like at the end of April or something
1: end of like April, that. beginning of May, yeah. And yeah, that will which... open up the open source on v3 right right and v3 allows the one-sided you know one-sided liquidity so basically you can set a limit order without really setting a limit order you know Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: yeah it's it's going to be a good year for all things DeFi. i think um sorry we talked about it last week yeah i think um i i think a main catalyst for going into the next bull run will be partially DeFi 2.0. I mean, like there were so many terrible things in 2022 that were everything but DeFi right. that I think it makes a hell of a comeback. And there's a lot of people doing their part. So um, we'll keep our eyes peeled for all of those things. Um, getting ready to wrap up here. I, I wanted to discuss this for a minute. So um, if you are somebody who can't take this program, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and tune out. But um, Jack Levin has announced <laughs> that he is launching a new L1 for Zen, I guess, just based on... Really, from everything I've heard him say, it's just because the community is asking for it. I mean, you know, that's it. I don't know. Um, I, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I, I guess as somebody who, like, minted a lot of Zen, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued they're doing it. But just to give you... You know, we're talking about an L1 with Pulse Chain right here. But just to give you, for everybody that is starting to get upset with the timing of Pulse Chain because of their sacrifice and everything, Jack has already said with this idea which granted they just came up with a couple of weeks ago and are working on right now that he's thinking like quarter one of 2024 for for a release for it so i mean it's like you know i think people have to remember you know and that's not that's not um copying the entire ethereum system state either or anything like that so um i think people do have to remember that Um, there's a ton of things obviously going on with Zen. If that's something you're interested in, definitely pursue it. I'll be making content about it here and there on my channel. But what I am interested in uh, even more so like the bigger conversation here is like the, I feel like, and I don't know if you do Ewok, but like the last bull market, I feel like was really the bull market for layer ones. You know, I mean, like there, there were so many new layer ones, like obviously the main catalyst was Solana. We know a hell of a lot more about that chain now. Number one is that it doesn't work very often. And number two is that the um, one of the main headers of it is uh, maybe going to jail for a long, yeah. long time. Um, So there's that. I have no real interest in Solana, even though if you wanted to trade it, <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to probably make it money. up. yeah i think well yeah i think you probably ride it up a decent bit at this point you know phantom is probably the the one a ish uh other l1 to solana it's obviously much lower in market cap and then you've had some others that are now saying that basically that they're defining themselves as l2s like polygon matic and things like that which i think is probably a good approach for them um but i'm just wondering and, and the reason i use jack creating this x1 chain for zen um which again i think it's i'm not comparing x1 to pulse chain so people don't flip out or anything here i'm just saying that i think x1 for him for zen is kind of like he's doing it for zen users you know kind of like how pulse chain was originally you know mainly about hex users but obviously all other things will be built on it as well um but i guess what i'm wondering and i wrote down something about aptos on here too which is we already mentioned flying up today uh, which is another VC backed big big time VC backed L one that launched during this bear market. You know, how many L ones do we need? Like I'm just wondering, obviously Ethereum is busy and you know it's gonna get untenable when we get back to the bull market again. I mean we've already seen spikes now in, in way that people, you know, speaking of Zen have quitted yeah. making it as much. Well we can
1: blame other- that a lot of that on on the Zen because Yeah of the the transactions i mean you look at EtherScan and you see what's eating up a lot of the way and mm-hmm. you know it's not just zen there's like five or six different protocols that are kind of tied into zen you know you got the mm-hmm. zen fts and you got the, the other things tool. And yeah. the, there's the batch tool and so yeah i mean if anything i hate it because you know we should be very cheap prices right now but we're not you know it's it's one of the things, but but to your question, do we need more layer ones? Well, apparently we do, um, right. if, if 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 the if the prices are still that high, you know. Mm-hmm. So,
0: I just wonder. Bit. I guess there's two questions for me. It's like you know, do we need more layer ones as opposed to layer twos that are built on top of Ethereum? Like we have Optimism, which. Is another one that was launched in this uh, bear market that is also doing really well price wise today. Um, Arbitrum is another layer too, that has a token not quite out yet that I know tons and tons of people are excited about. I guess like my other question, not only is like do we need more, but also is that the fad to be investing in? Because you know I know we're all in it for the tech primarily, but sometimes oh, yeah. I do like to make money too. Yeah. Uh, I know you're kind of that way too, Ewok. But like, yeah. um, I'm here for the money. Yeah, okay, there you go, you're unashamed But like with, um, you know it, our L1's going to be the narrative this time around? You know, I watch um, One of my, man, favorite YouTube channels right now And follows on Twitter Is uh my friend Somi, or Somi It's S-O-M-M-I, he's in Australia um, Just real straight shooter I love his take on the markets Really funny guy uh, I thought you were going to say
1: Crypto7 was your top viewer Other than
0: Crypto7, yeah oh, okay. Other than Crypto7, yeah Um. But yeah, he, I just, I, I love his channel. He's a real straight shooter and um, yeah. talks a lot about the markets. But he talks a lot about like, what's the new narrative going to be this yeah. time around? Because it's not going to be L1s again, you know, and, and we can't know. Like, as we sit here right now, we can speculate and maybe we'll be right as to what it is. And we know what horses to put our chips on and where to bet. I mean, you and I, of course, are both, you know, obviously, we think that DeFi is still going to be a big thing going forward. Absolutely. Um but what's you know, I, I wonder what the big thing could be. Like what what's the narrative that could crop up between now and maybe midway through 2024 that really gets people excited? You know, we had NFTs the last time around, um, which were a fun game to ride up if you wanted to at the time. I'm just wondering what that thing could be. Is it going to be more advanced game fi? The only things I can really think of are basically just enhancements of what we kind of already know. So yeah. um It's going to be exciting.
1: It's going to be exciting to watch. I mean, you know, the thing with Layer 2s, and um, I remember with Polygon, even in the last bull market, is it was very expensive to get in and out. You know, yeah, you could go over there and transact um, and do a lot of things, but you still had to get back out to have the the value. So I I really think things that are going to be um, cross-chain are going to be hot. You know, things that can go in and out of the different change chains smoothly um, and safely are really what's going to be hot. Um, you know, there is a lot of excitement about GameFi as well. I don't know how far that'll take off yet to be seen. I know there's a lot of high speculation on some of those tokens as well, um, right. but I, I'm excited for... for cross-chain stuff that, that can do it seamlessly um, and safely. So that's what I'm looking forward to, is if you can go on and off of a chain, uh, complete very similar things and um, a- a- and go from there, hopefully it kind of integrates a lot of things all into one. Um, so you know you don't have to go over here to do something. If you can do right. it on, on cross-chain and, and still get it done, um, I don't know if that's even possible, but I I think it'll be exciting to, to see. Yeah. Well, in
0: terms of like interoperability like that, I mean, you know, Polkadot obviously has been one that's worked on that. Uh, Adam Cosmos, um, Chainlink, which has been around now for a little while as well. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of things interworking that are still doing a lot. That's, you know, even probably way above our heads at this point, what they're, The development actually is so yeah Yeah. maybe those could be plays too and i mean i I know those are all tokens that are going into their second cycle they're not necessarily new and that's why you're seeing on like i mentioned aptos and optimism today they are both extremely high up as the market is running right now because they were launched in a bear market they're at their all-time highs as we sit here right now so um yeah it's like predicting the narrative also knowing which which one to run with? I mean, you know, everybody like I just just right now, as I was on Twitter, I just saw a nice top signal for this recent run on Aptos because I, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but huge YouTube channel from Crypto Banter um, ran uh, Nooner or Ron. Yeah, um, he was just tweeting about Aptos. Aptos is definitely the premier L1 behind Ethereum. The market is saying it and it's like, well, So Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I literally, I I commented on it, uh, exit trade, yeah, exactly,
1: Um, but, you know, it's just like, and then we can't forget about Pulse you know, we're going to have, well, they're never going to talk about it, but yeah, very, very cheap, well, actually, I'm not sure, I I think you're going to see a lot more um, influencers talking about Pulse Chain once it launches, Uh, because I really think a lot of them were sacrificers themselves. So right. that's going to be exciting to go over there and play around with all the new toys and see how a system state copy actually works. See how many other communities come over and play with their new toys over there that were, you know, essentially an airdrop. So mm-hmm. that's going to be exciting. I, you know, we talk about cross-chain and all this other stuff, but, you know, for, for me, I think, I think Pulse Chain is going to be fun. And not to mention yeah. all the new protocols that are just waiting to launch. You know, you've got the the clones of a lot of other things. People are finally going to be able to short HEX. Should be interesting um, how that plays out. Yeah, Yeah. I hope they do um, and and lose their ass. So
0: (laughs) they likely will. Yeah, Um, yeah, yes. I think you are right. I think when Pulse Chain is actually out. yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see the sentiment or what, when people actually start speaking about it, you know, it's one thing right now when the token hasn't actually launched yet. Yeah. That said, though, like, you know, Arbitrum, every single huge influencer has already been talking about that for months and there's no token yet. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's all about where the money is and stuff like that and who they're being paid by and everything, obviously. So, right, um, right. yeah. Um, well, we will be here either way to see what the yep. big narrative is next. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, to sum up this program um, and going back to the beginning of what we talked about tonight, um, regardless of whether you think the bottom is in or not, this is the year. Like this, that, that's one thing I know you and I agree on. Ewok, like throughout twenty twenty three, if you haven't accumulated or you are. If you are so good to be new to this market right now, boy, do you have a leg up on so many people. Like if you are watching this stream or any, you know, thoughtful crypto streams right now at this moment, you are going to win because you are here at the bottom of the market still. Yep. There are, you, we are at a point right now where you could like throw a dart and win. You know, I mean, if you're starting out at this moment, like I'm sitting here underwater ewok at the moment is underwater now you watching you'll probably be underwater at some point too but you know further down the road but if you're starting out right now you could throw a dart at anything and win i wouldn't do that i would actually educate yourself and do some research but man this yeah. is a good time to be here i mean you're going sure. to see stuff run
1: so well and honestly being my second cycle i'm not underwater um i'm well, down yeah. considerably i'm, I'm right. still way ahead so right um, just just Knowing that, you know, for people that are in their second cycle, sometimes doing nothing is the best thing you can do. Um, Mm -hmm. For people just getting in, this is the time that you need to be making the moves, getting in position so that you're ready when the bull market hits. Um, You know, for, for those who have stepped away and aren't touching anything right now, Um, that we're doing very well at the end of the last bull market. Well, then that's probably the right choice for them. You know, they're not going to mess up by, by giving up their seed phrase accidentally or signing into the wrong contract or, uh, or doing anything stupid that, that could happen that could really wreck you as well. So again, there are, there are people that doing nothing is better, um, But if you're new to the market, this is now now is when you want to be doing the, you know, taking action and and getting in the position so that, you know, you're in the same position we are uh, on the second on the second market. So,
0: yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a great year. I, I just, I, I know, um, you know, I, I'm now the eternal optimist, which for anybody who knows me in real life, would think that's pretty funny. You um, <laughs> Ewok Walk, Walk are not. You're the uh, pessimist short term. So, I mean, uh, we're both real, really. I mean, we're just looking at what we think the market will do, but uh, regardless, you know, do your own research and, you know, just don't leave. I mean, like the reason that this, the market pumping and some optimism around the corner here um is because we didn't leave you know there are a lot of dark days um for both of us and anybody who's been in crypto for man i'd say six months or more you know so yeah exactly yeah so and and things
1: are getting exciting exactly greener pastures are ahead you know our channel here is growing you know i'm seeing 23 Mm -hmm. people viewing now uh if you're in here smash the like uh stop over to both channels you know, give us a give us a sub if you haven't, and uh you know, follow us along the way. You don't even have to watch us every week. Throw a subscription down and catch us when you can. So, you know, we yeah. appreciate it. Things are growing. Things are, you know, that momentum you can see is shifting. Hell, you got a shout out by Trevon the other day. You know, so th- why are my idols? Are, yeah. Well, hey, you know, I, I've always liked Trevon. I think he's a yeah, smart guy. He's a he's a definitely a, a thinker. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I may not agree with all the things that he gets into, but, um, he, he is a critical thinker and he, he times a lot of things, you know, he may, he may buy something and then tell all his audience that he bought it and then they buy it and he may dump it, you know, that whatever, (laughs) you know, but I've always, I've always thought, you know, Trevon was a, a, a character and I never, you know, never had a problem with him. I've always liked him. So. He's been, been here. Thought it was he's cool. been here longer than anybody.
0: Yeah, you know? he has.
1: He's been here since 2015, I think. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good to hear him mention you. So that was that was pretty cool. It surprised me, man. I was yeah, I was watching the end of the. I, I, he had Jack on the other
0: day, and um, man, it, it was like an hour and a half into the stream already, and I was just sitting there watching him, and he was he said something like. Uh, um, yeah, a Channel, I haven't watched a lot of right now. I mean, I didn't even have any thought he was going to say me. So, <laughs> cool. Or maybe he messed up and it wasn't me and he actually meant to say somebody else. I don't know. No, <laughs> he meant you. Right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I appreciate that from Trevon for yeah. sure. But um, that's going to wrap us up, I think, this week for the podcast uh, and the stream. It's been a good one. We will be back, of course, next Wednesday, February the 1st. We'll have a lot to talk about, of course, because we've got the next FOMC meeting that day. See what kind of rate hike we get and how the markets respond. Um, again, I'm Broke Boy Crypto. Hey, if you are here right now and you haven't hit the like button yet, smash it. Smash the hell out of that like button. We appreciate it. Hit the sub button. Hit on notifications if you like the channel that much. I very much appreciate it. Ewok, let them know where they can find you too because you've got a channel as well.
1: Yep. I'm Crypto Ewok5555 on YouTube and you can give me a follow on Twitter at Crypto Ewok. All righty.
0: Um. Yeah. So we will be back next Tuesday, Wednesday, or yeah, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Next Wednesday. How about Wednesday. Feb- yeah. There we go. Next Wednesday, February the first. We will see you then for Crypto Ewok. This has been Broke Boy Crypto on the Creed of Crypto Podcast.